Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. And welcome to this week's episode of Pop Culture and Fandom News. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and this week I am joined by Erin A. and Paula to talk about fandom and pop culture news. But also on Friday, we are kicking off our horror month with a look at horror novels. There might also be mentions of like horror graphic novels as well. So a callback to last Friday's episode talking about that. But before we get into that, let's talk about some pop culture and fandom news. So Aaron A., what are you into right now? Oh my gosh. I am into my voice being gone because I screamed my voice out on Friday night at the Todrick Hall concert. And it was amazing. It was so good. The He's just like such a fantastic performer. You can tell he puts a lot of care into the show. And it was just, it was incredible. It was probably my top five live performances I've ever seen. It was so, so good. And we had such a great time. Chrissy and I went with one of our friends from work and we had the best time. We got home at like three o'clock in the morning. It was so fun. We went to the Triangle after they were having an after party at the Triangle. It's a, a bar here in Denver. And Todrick actually came over there and hung out for a while. It was amazing. We surprised Chrissy with the meet and greet. So she got a picture with him and stuff. And it was just, it was the best night. And I can't, like, I've, you know, been listening to him pretty much nonstop for the last month in anticipation of the concert. And it was everything we hoped it would be. It was so good. Awesome. Yeah, I saw some of your your pictures, but that was that's that's awesome. No, that's so cool. And staying out till three in the morning, man, I don't remember the last we time. Thought, we thought we were gonna die. We were definitely too old for this. My feet still hurt, my throat still hurts, everything hurts, and I'm but but we had the best time. But it was worth it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and hey, hey, Paula, what are you into? Hey, hey. Um, I also uh, recently went to a concert a couple weeks ago. Uh, Duran Duran was here at Red Rocks, and that was my first concert at Red Rocks. I've I've been to Red Rocks many times. Yeah, I've been to Red Rocks many times, just hanging out and for other things there. But I'd never got to experience a concert there. And Duran Duran is one of my like favorite 
bands so it was amazing um they have a new album coming out soon called dance macabre and uh they always they always have such a phenomenal show so if you ever get the chance to see them in concert do it awesome and your first time at red rocks wow yeah Yeah. i've been there many times but not for concerts or any any kind of live shows or anything like that so so that was so amazing it was it was again if you ever have a chance to see any concert at red rocks do it it's oh yeah you can't you can't even describe it it's it's so amazing yeah and you've you've seen concerts at red rocks right erin a i have me and red rocks okay. have beef though so <laughs> oh <laughs> i did see my favorite band of all time there in 2005 we saw social distortion there and it was amazing but the last time I went to Red Rocks, like when I was sick, so I didn't feel good. And, you know, I have to park in the parking lot and then walk like 7,000 miles and then go up yeah. like 500 stairs. Um, and so I was literally thought I was dying, like I couldn't breathe anymore. And it had taken so long to get there. And like the show had already started. And I literally, it was to see Nathaniel Rateliff. And we had already seen him earlier in the year, like at, I don't even remember, at the Fillmore, somewhere small. And so we got there and we got to the stairs and I looked at the stairs. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to die. And we went home. <laughs> we didn't even go oh, in. No. And that was the last time I went to Red Rocks because it makes me mad just thinking about the parking lot and the stairs and trying to leave. And it's a whole thing. I'm too old for this. It, it is a yeah. hike to get to the venue yeah. and back. The altitude and it was bad. Unless it's my very favorite band. I'm not doing it anymore. We thought we were being smart because um, I live up in northern Colorado, so it's a long drive to get down there. So we were going to get a ho- we got a hotel room down there. We're like, we're going to Uber it. You know, they'll drop us off closer. No, they don't oh, no. drop you off closer. Yeah. <laughs> you have to still hike up there. And then and then there's there was a line of taxis waiting before the concert even started. Because once they start letting people out, you can't get back into the venue because the it's near the yeah. town of Morrison and they shut down that town. So you can't drive through it. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah it was a nightmare getting out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. Unless it's really worth it. I bet Duran Duran was amazing there. It is like it's such an amazing like venue and the view and the sound is so good. But I'm not doing it for someone that I'm like meh about. Yeah, you, you definitely have to be prepared for the parking situation if you go. <laughs> Yeah, that's understand. I mean, because it is, it is a, a, the last time I was at Red Rocks for a concert because I went there a couple of years ago for to see the Lost Boys and like they set up a drive in thing because it was, you know, and that was that was a ton of fun. But the last time I went there for a concert was actually to see Depeche Mode back in like 2009. And we decided <laughs> this is when I was like, I'm too old for this. Even in 2009, <laughs> we decided we were going to try and be like we were back in high school and we were going to tailgate beforehand. So we're down in the parking lot drinking Boone's Farm, which is like the cheap, <laughs> cheap alcohol. Oh, <laughs> we're drinking no. That. And then <laughs> that is just like high school. <laughs> yep. And then we had to trek up <laughs> there and I was like, I thought I was going to pass out. That was not a good idea. I do not recommend that. Luckily, I was fine by the time Depeche Mode came on, but I kind of had to lie down for the opening act. I don't remember who it was. 
And yeah, that was, that was not a smart idea. I'm like, I am not a teenager anymore. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, awesome. But yeah. Well, cool. I, 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 I miss, I miss Red Rocks though. Even with that hiking in, I still miss it because there really is nothing like seeing a concert there. It's just a very special experience. Uh, well, what I'm into, <laughs> this is so silly, and this is going to get into some adult content area here, but I am really into our It's a Fandom Thing pod TikTok for you page. Now, I have been complaining for weeks now about Jensen Ackles and how this man just will not leave me alone. I realize this is all my fault but I'm not going to take the blame. I'm blaming it on him. <laughs> I'm blaming it on the AMPTP and the strike. So it's all their fault. But so my For You page is still just lots of Jensen Ackles. By the way, I don't want to see the other actors in that show. No offense, but I just really don't care about a certain actor in their show about a Texas Ranger. I don't care about that. So please stop having that come into my For You page. But on top of that, I'm also like, I've been getting a lot of uh, Ryan Gosling stuff, which makes sense. won't say why, but it makes sense. And I'm always getting a lot of like stuff about entertainment and all of that and political stuff and dogs. But now all of a sudden, and I think this happened because I liked this one TikTok, I have found myself on the very steamy side of TikTok. I don't know if people knew there's a very steamy side of TikTok. And what I have found myself on is, well, the BDSM side, which I'm like, how I'm finally on the BDSM side of TikTok. So I'm not saying that if, you, <laughs> if you're not into that stuff, then you won't want to seek that out. Although my one complaint is it's all just dominant men. And I would like to see some more stuff with some submissive men. I'm just kind of putting that out there. But the other side is there's this dark book TikTok, like dark fix, like dark romance fix. And part of what that plays into, and this is also other stuff that's not part of that, is a lot of men with dark hair covered in tattoos and wearing masks. And there is something incredibly sexy about this. And then they're talking and they're very dominant people. And I have found myself on this side of TikTok and I don't even, I think it was just one TikTok I liked where a guy was saying, good girl. And all of a sudden, my For You page is flooded with this stuff for our fandom thing podcast page. And so I'm very happy about my TikTok algorithm. But yeah, it's pretty, it's, I don't know if either one of my... my your face. I'm like, I need to spend more time on TikTok, apparently. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you man. started with Jensen Ackles, and then you go into the dark fantasy, and I'm like, I'm here for all of it. <laughs> I'll have to send you some stuff then. I don't, I'm, I'm sure we're following you. If we're not, I will have to send you some TikToks then. Because it's like... You're probably not, because I like just updated my profile today. <laughs> Okay, I will have to. Yeah, yeah, because I sent I sent in our private DM today. I sent this latest TikTok of Jensen Ackles with his sucking his thumb a lot, and it's not sucking his thumb. That's not <laughs> in in a not very in a weird way. Uh, yeah, not in a weird way. It was a yeah, a very good way. Yes, and little parts of him undoing his belt buckle on stage. He undoes his belt like a lot on stage. <laughs> And he does, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, yeah. Paula. 
Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how much he did that until I saw that TikTok. I was like, okay, yeah. Um, TikTok more, please. <laughs> yeah. There, well, there was one yesterday I saw with the belt thing again, but he's got his belt out and he's like using it and he's like got it and he's like, like whacking it. And I'm like, holy shit. Where the, why didn't this happen to me when I was at a con? Because <laughs> this is all at conventions. This isn't like some private thing. So anyway, so I will have to send you some then, Paula, because I had sent one to our private DM and said, can we just spend the whole episode just analyzing this TikTok video? It's like 10 seconds long. But anyway, we unanimously agreed that, yes, yes, you could. (laughs) Acceptable. In this first scene. um, Yeah. So anyway, I am very happy with my TikTok for you, Paige, and I'll have to have to send you some of those then, Paula, some of the dark fake dark i'm like i don't even read this stuff i'm like i should read this stuff i don't know why i don't i it's not that i have no problem with smut i read smut but it was just like all these men in their masks and there was one from a very popular horror franchise that i can't mention right now but wearing the mask and um just laying back i don't know how to describe it i'm just gonna have to send it to you lay back on the bed With just his pants on, shirt off, tattoos, you can't see his face, and pointing somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's that's what makes it hot. That's what is so flippin' sexy about these videos. And the tattoos, I have a thing for tattoos. Tattoos, dark hair, glasses, all that. So it's, it's, they're very sexy. I'm going to have to send them to you. Yes, definitely. Please do. (laughs) You want to be on that side. And Aaron, you have access to our TikTok, so you can go on there and see it yourself. Oh, that's <laughs> the one part I don't yes. like is all of a sudden, these random ones yesterday were showing, were saying, to see hot girls. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Those always find their way everywhere on every platform. <laughs> Algorithms are so weird. <laughs> they are. They're very weird. They're very weird. So, but I'm very glad that I accidentally stumbled and got onto that side of TikTok which I didn't even know that side of TikTok existed. So I'm very excited about that. Okay, well, let's move on to one thing that you, that's upcoming or that you've heard about that's got you excited or pissed or whatever, Erin A. Something that I rediscovered in doing research for this episode is um, something that they announced at Comic-Con and then I completely forgot about. And you're going to, I think, be very excited about this as well is that um in just a couple weeks on october 11th they are releasing a a limited series comic book um i think it's me four issues to start with of american psycho and it's a new storyline they said in the same time frame as the movie but from the perspective of a different character and they didn't say what character Um, And then it kind of goes into a new character that we haven't seen before. But so far, what they've released, um, mostly just the covers and some independent art from it looks really cool. And they are drawing the main character to look like Christian Bale, which is really cool. So you should go check that out because some of the covers, they have a whole bunch of alternate covers and some of the covers are really cool looking. But I'm I'm pretty excited about that because I totally had forgot about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to get that. I'm surprised I don't know about this. How the hell do I not know about this? <laughs> TikTok should have told you. <laughs> get with the program, TikTok. Because I used to get a lot more uh, Christian Bale stuff, which I'm sure that'll start again soon. 
Um, but I still, but I get lots of American Psycho stuff, which American Psycho, by the way, is a very, very independent film. So I feel okay with mentioning it's not, it's very independent, you know. Uh, but anyway, I, I, wow, I can't believe I didn't know about that. I, I even have an American Psycho little um, Funko Pop that uh, Carla bought me. It has the raincoat and everything. It has the raincoat. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna have That's to check. Great. I'm gonna have to check those out. I wonder if um, I wonder if Christian Bale knows about this. Do you know if Christian Bale knows about this? I don't know. You would think if they're like using his likeness. I don't know. I guess that's the whole argument of did they get permission to draw it like him? But um, yeah, it looks really interesting. It's um, being published by Sumerian, which is like does almost exclusively horror comics. Um, so it looks really cool. The art I think is gonna be really beautiful. Wow, maybe we'll have to try and do something about I think that. They said four issues, and I think they're going to come out a month apart from each other. And then I assume they'll collect them all into like a nice hard copy or something, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we'll have to try and figure out a way to do something about that. I don't know. It just struck me. I'm like, we should do something <laughs> that has to. I mean, we have Christian fucking bail month, which. I'm hopeful the strike will be over before January. So we have our next Christian Bale month coming up. Um, So we will have a poll soon about the listener pick movie. Um, I can't mention the ones that we are covering because that we already have decided on because of we can't. But um, but yeah, so look for that poll and we'll have to ask. We'll have to ask, quote unquote, Christian. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell Carla this. I wonder if she knows. She'll have to prepare something about that. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So, Paula, what has you excited or not excited? So, I'm gonna get on my strike soapbox again. Um, the interactive media branch of the SAG after, which is the video game actors, um, they are voting well as of. When this is posted, um, it will have been this past week on the 25th, they're voting whether or not they're going to authorize their union to strike. And then on the 26th of September, they go back to negotiations. Now, they have already been negotiating for the past year, and that is like a year past when their original contract was extended because it it was extended for two years because of COVID. So it was supposed to have um, supposed to have been negotiated last year. So they're now a year into negotiations and they're still not getting anywhere. And they're asking for a lot of the same things that the um, that the uh, Actors Guild, the SAG Actors Guild is asking for. And I'm getting on my soapbox because, you know, we're, we're in 2023. Why are we even still having to strike for fair pay, fair treatment, from these companies <laughs> it's just it makes me so angry that we just have to fight so hard just to get basic needs you know from these companies so and yeah agree 1000 percent. and we of course will support any strike everybody should know that uh, but just to let you know, and I know within in that area also, you know, AI is a big concern and mm-hmm. and I don't know if it'll be out yet by this time, but I just recently spoke to Natalie Nicole Gilbert, who 
shout out again to Carla for that ending up happening. And she's a songwriter, screenwriter. Um, she just wrote her first uh, stage play, but her partner works in video gaming. And he recently, he does like, he did like the storyboarding. And recently he had someone, a friend of his who lost his job to AI. And so it's, it's happening. Mm-hmm. It really is. And, and it, in AI is a huge deal, but they're also asking for basic things like when when these actors do auditions now, they do them remotely. So they send in audition files, audition tapes, basically. And there are instances where they're being required or having to do stunt work with no protections, no medical care available if they get hurt. That should not be happening for anybody. So that's one of the things that they're trying to change. How 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 is it even a question? You know, things like that. How is that even a question of whether or not it should be agreed upon? Those those kind of things just infuriate me. I'm I, with you 100%. It's so bizarre to me. It's like it's the greed and the lack of um the lack of humanity, really. I mean, the yeah. fact that so many people, the big reason, of course, you know, that SAG is on strike and a lot of them is, is the health insurance thing. Because that's the other thing is that say they do, if you're not making a certain amount of money, you don't even get your health insurance. So and it's such a low amount of money. It's $26,000 a year. They That's the threshold yep. they have to make in order to qualify for health insurance every year. Yep. And most of them don't even make that. No. I mean, that should just be a basic human right for everybody and shouldn't even be something that has to be negotiated. Yep. Agree completely. I still think we need a, a, a countrywide strike. I think we need a nationwide strike, which would be very hard. I understand logistically. I just. It would send a message. <laughs> oh my gosh. It would send a huge message, you know, um, hopefully they'd get it and it wouldn't lead to like martial law or something like that. But, but still it's, it's ridiculous. People should be able to have their basic needs met and not worry if they're going to have housing, clothing, food, healthcare, that should be just a basic yeah. human right. And I don't understand the thinking of, well, you didn't earn this somehow, or why would that be your right? I don't understand that thinking and I never will. So yeah, or because of the particular industry that you're in, well that's not real work, so you don't deserve it. So mm-hmm. you, no. That's human true. being, you deserve that. Period. Yeah, there is that that snobbery or the, you know, I suffered so you have to suffer crap. No, don't don't we do that so that the people behind us don't have to suffer? Isn't that the point? Exactly. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, well, keeping the union theme going, I am excited. I don't know where you're recording this on Sunday, September 24th uh, in the afternoon. So the strike could be over, the the Writers Guild one at least. Um, and so that's what I'm happy about is it looks like there might actually be real progress being made right now. And it looks like from what I'm hearing, from what I'm seeing, that this strike, the Writers Guild strike, and I think if this happens, I think the SAG after a strike will soon follow. 
but it looks like it could be coming to an end. And hopefully in a good way, hopefully in a way where the actors and writers are getting what they deserve. They're getting the pay they deserve. They're getting treated as human beings. They've uh, been able to have the AI stuff dealt with and hopefully AMPTP and the streaming services have gotten their heads out of their asses and are actually doing something. So I'm hopeful for that. So I feel for the first time, I was like, this strike is going to go on until like through till the next year. This is a long strike. The Writers Guild strike is the longest strike they've ever had. And the actor strike is pretty darn long too. So it's like, you know, I think, and we talked about uh, the interview that I mentioned earlier. I think really what it is, is, uh, and it's mentioned, Natalie mentions it in the interview, that they weren't counting on the fact that people striking were going to be serious about it. They were like, if we push it, push them, it happens at a certain time, they'll be so desperate that they will take any offer. And there was talk, you know, that that's what, you know, there were whisperings that a lot of the heads of the studios and the streamers, and I believe this, were like, well, we're going to wait them out until they're losing their houses, until they're losing their houses, and then they're going to be so desperate, they're going to come to the table. And that's disgusting behavior. Also that you have to take a little bit out of your piece of the pie, which your piece of the pie is like over three quarters of the pie. The amount that everybody has been asking for is such a small percentage. And remember, everybody, these people, like what Paula was talking about earlier and what we've talked about through this whole thing is people making this stuff that you consume, that you love, that you are fans of, the majority of them don't make a lot of money. In fact, a lot of them have to have other jobs, a lot of other jobs, because they don't make a lot of money. You, you People live under this umbrella of thinking that people in entertainment are rich and they're celebrities and their life is just peachy and everything's okay. Most of them are struggling just like we are. The majority are. You've got 87% of SAG-AFTRA does not make enough, does not make that 26,000 to have healthcare. They don't make the 26,000, which that is, that's like, you know, poverty level basically. And they don't make that. And then even with that percentage that do, it's not like a big percentage of them are millionaires. The percentage that is or that are continually working is usually around 1%. So just remember that, you know? So anyway, I'm hopeful I'm also hopeful because that means maybe I can start watching other things than what I'm watching right now. (laughs) Um, But I'm also just really hopeful because I'm hoping that people that deserve it get what what they deserve. Good good pay, respect, and hopefully the AI thing, you know, because the AI thing, it's going to affect all of us, everybody. So it's not just not just a Hollywood thing. Okay, well, for our main topic, this is a little bit fun, relaxed. And I want to say on the onset, onset, I was not an NSYNC fan, so I'm not like super excited like all these people are, but it came out at the VMAs. You know, there's all this NSYNC stuff. I didn't watch the VMAs, but so it's like all these people are like, oh, NSYNC is getting back together. And all these Gen Xers and millennials are extremely excited to see their band possibly reuniting, even though it does mean that includes Justin Timberlake. Sorry, not a fan of Justin Timberlake's. 
um, reuniting and coming together and going on tour and oh my gosh, all their teenage, the teenage parts of them that are just coming alive again. So I wanted to know just for fun, Aaron A, what band would you love that's no longer together to see reunite for just one concert that you're able to attend? That was a really hard question because there's a lot of bands that like people have died and they can't reunite. But if there's one that of just like, it's never going to happen, but I would love to see it um, is Oasis. I really loved them when I was in high school and I never got to see them in concert, but that's like the whole thing that's never going to happen. But maybe I just want to go back in time and see him when I was a teenager. That might be better, actually. <laughs> You're changing your mind. Your answer is you get into a time machine and you get time to go travel. back. Time travel is what happens. <laughs> yeah. And I guess I could have put on there that you could do a band that um, because I'm I'm breaking the rule that where someone has died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my like dream would be to see Queen. I wish I could have seen Queen. That would have been so amazing. But yeah, sad times. That would have been pretty incredible. I agree. Yeah. So, and why do you say? Because I'm not an, an Oasis person, so I want to know why do you say that's never going to happen? I don't know. I did watch the behind the music once on them, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the whole deal because I kind of just like wasn't super into them anymore. But I know that Liam and Noel had some sort of falling out, I think. And just like earlier this year, because next year is going to be what the 30th anniversary of their first album. And so people have been asking them. And Noel's just like, no, like, it's never going to happen. Like, we're moving forward. We're moving on. And like, Liam's like, yeah, well, maybe he might do it. So I don't know if they're going to do something without him. But Noel is just like, no. And I, it, it, something happened between the brothers, I think. And I don't know the whole story. I could be getting this totally wrong. So I'm sorry, people. But <laughs> I know it's been like a hard no from him. Well, I know when you have egos as big as they seemed to have when I was watching the music. Right. <laughs> yeah. He was, and he was like very like complimentary about it, but like a firm no. Like, you know, we've accomplished everything we wanted to. Like, we, you know, it was great while it lasted, but we need to move forward kind of thing. Yeah. We're more popular than the Beatles. <laughs> wow. No, that's what they said. <laughs> they, yeah. They got really big really fast. So that's probably hard to deal with i think yeah you know that's a good point because i think you know i'm i'm teasing but i think that's true i think that happens with a lot of these bands is they get really big and they become really popular and then the egos just take over and then they butt heads and it's like i want to take the band this way i want to take the band that way and then they can never come together and if you mix in family that makes Mm -hmm. it even harder really tough yeah it's probably hard like once you you know you've been struggling and working and then all of a sudden you get everything you ever wanted offered to you like and probably everyone has a different idea of their dream and it's probably really hard to deal with whenever you're in a band with several different personalities and family yeah the family part yeah i can't imagine being in a band with my sister i love my sister but I can't, no, I can't be in a car yeah. for more than like four hours with my sister. So. 
<laughs> well, my sister and I get along really well. Oh, yeah. We can we can be together a lot, but I but no, that would no, no, because first off, well, neither one of us would be doing this. <laughs> it would be a very weird thing. <laughs> but yeah, that would not be a good idea. Uh, but other family members too. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of because I have some cousins that do like I have a cousin that does like DJ stuff, and I, I barely know him, but. I, I could never imagine like doing something with him. It'd be like, oh my gosh, first the generational gap, but also just, yeah. So that's going to be hard. Well, who knows, you know, maybe the time machine will be invented and you can go back. Maybe. <laughs> that should have been the question. Yeah. I didn't even know about NSYNC getting back together because I was not a fan, but that's pretty hilarious, actually. Do they need money? I bet they need money. <laughs> Do they need money? Because <laughs> who wants to see that? They, for some reason, got together to do a song for an animated movie that I will not name. And I think that's where that has originated from. And now, funny, I'm not really on TikTok, but I keep seeing TikToks of them doing, like, you know, those, like, when they were young pictures and and now pictures, you know, so they've been doing some of that stuff. And so, who knows? Oh, my goodness. I don't know how I feel about some of these 90s boy bands getting back together. I could live without it. But there are a lot of people, and they probably might be listening right now, that are extremely excited. Like, extremely. Like, the number of TikToks I've seen with people excited about this. And I get it. There are bands that if that happened, I would be thrilled. Um, One of them I'm going to mention, it's it can't happen. Like, it can't actually physically happen because I'm bending the rules. But, yeah. So, Paula... When Backstreet Boys get together and you're like, Backstreet's back, all right, and you're very excited about this, <laughs> is that see, the and, one? And I probably would go to see Backstreet Boys before NSYNC, but no. <laughs> I had a hard time with this, too, because the two bands that I really wanted or really would have wa- had would have wanted to see get back together would have been New Kids on the Block, which they've already done, and I saw them in concert, and Duran Duran original lineup, and they have also done that, and I have seen the original lineup. so. You know, I was like, okay, well, who else? (laughs) So I was talking to my friend about that. And she's like, well, we're going to see Queen with Adam Lambert in November. I was like, oh, Oh, my God. Yes. I would love to see Freddie Mercury back with Queen. So I'm bending the rules, too. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot with Adam Lambert. Like, I'm sorry if people like him, but I can't. The only way I'm going to get to see Queen at all (laughs) at this point, (laughs) because he's touring with they're touring with Adam Lambert. So I don't have strong feelings one way or another for him, but to see Freddie Mercury back, let's get in that time machine and go see them too. (laughs) That's a good, yeah. I don't really have anything against Adam Lambert. I've heard a lot of people say he's incredible. Aaron A is like, I don't care. (laughs) I just don't even like, you cannot even come close to Freddie. Like, I don't know why they would even try. I just, it blows my mind that they would even try to do that. I'm sure he's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will I will report back after after we see the concert to let you know how it actually was. <laughs> cuz you know, yeah, cuz I've I've seen him on um whatever singing show he was on and you know, he's fine, you know. And I've heard the same thing. I've heard he's phenomenal with them. So, I don't know. It'll be a fun concert no matter what. But uh, I just I just loved 
watching, watching, I love watching the faces of my panelists, by the way, when people are talking, because you can see the reactions that people have to things, even if they don't say it. And the Adam Lambert <laughs> thing was like, <laughs> like oh, I wasn't no. going to say it. I wasn't going to mention it when I talked about it because we're not going to go there. <laughs> I think that's really funny, though. Uh, well, I'm bidding the rules, too. And I think Queen is a great selection for that. But mine, there's so many I could choose in this, but mine would be The Clash. So you bring Joel Strummer back. I I just, to be able to see The Clash in concert, I think would be, um, that's like, I wish there was a possibility of ever having that happen. I, that would be just a dream come true. And um, we're going to be hopefully talking about The Clash in November. And I just think what they did for music and what he did for music. There's a great documentary that I don't know if I can mention the name of about him. That's really good. And I just would love to be able to see, see them in concert. And once again, that's something that could never happen, but if it could, that would be very, very exciting. And so that's definitely my number one, but I, I agree with the queen one and you know, I'd also put the doors up there and um, so, so many, so many, so many amazing bands that I would want to put up there. And yeah, because there are bands that I would select, but then they have, like you said, reunited. Like it would have been actually the Pixies for a long time, but the Pixies still tour now because they weren't together for a long time. And then they got back. To, I still haven't seen them in concert, but you know, that kind of stuff where you have certain band members leave and you're like, maybe if all the band members came back together, that would be cool. Like, cause Queen still tours. They just don't have their front man anymore. Um, it's the same thing with like, um, with journey, you know, journey, they, there's a whole documentary about this. It's really, and it's all about, uh, journey getting a new front man when, um, Steve Perry left. And it's a, it's so good. It's so good. And the front man that they find sounds so much like him and is so good. And he's this young, young kid. And I don't know if either of my panelists are Journey fans, but if you're a Journey fan, I definitely really recommend it because it's interesting to watch that because I think a lot of people were like, there's no way you can ever replace this man or his voice or his presence and then they found someone who could and did a really good job and the uh, and dealing with that and dealing with the language barrier. He's, he's from another, I can't remember where, I don't know if it's the Philippines, but I can't remember. And so having also the language barrier, having someone all of a sudden coming into an established band and having that fame and all of that. And so I'm sure for people like Adam Lambert, Adam Lambert, it was probably easier for him than that kid because Adam Lambert has that already built-in fan base. Although that built-in fan base is probably, maybe I shouldn't, maybe this is wrong, but probably different than the built-in queen fan base. So you kind of have to find that happy medium there. I don't know if that all made sense, but yes. Well, thank you both so much for joining me on this episode. And we're going to go ahead and close this one out. I'm going to go around and have my panelists tell me where they can be found. So Erin A. I am on Instagram and the other one that I don't use anymore. Um, at Geek and So. That's what I do. I geek and I sew things. Awesome. And hey, hey, Paula, where can they find you? Hey, uh, well, I don't do a lot of posting, just some reposting, but I'm it's my sandbox on Instagram, Twitter, 
Hive Social, Threads, TikTok. And I'm still waiting for my invite to Blue Sky Social. Someday I will get rid of Twitter completely. (laughs) (laughs) But I still am stuck there for now. I'm also on Twitch at my gamertag, Artemis75. I know I keep saying someday I will start streaming, but until I know what's going on with the video game strike possible situation, we'll 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 just keep saying someday. <laughs> <laughs> someday will someday. happen. <laughs> um and I I keep forgetting about Hive Social because we are on there. I've posted one thing on there though. I don't remember it. I don't even know if people go on there. So I can't and we're on threads as well. I've only posted a couple things there. But um but for me personally, you don't want to follow me personally because number one, Twitter is a hellscape and I'm sure we're all going to be leaving it soon because we'll have no other choice. I think it's going to come down to the fact that he's going to want to charge everybody to even be there. And I'm not paying for that thing because you can't get any traction on there as a podcaster anyway, anymore. It's heartbreaking to me anyway. And on Instagram, I'm private there for very, very big reasons. So instead, you want to follow Miss Fergie. I have just posted two recent TikToks of Fergie being extra cute. Uh, She is a goofball. And of course, her favorite season is upon us, spooky season. So go follow her at Schroeder and Fergs. That's S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R-A-N-D-F-E-R-G-S. It's long, but it's worth it. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. On Twitter at Fandom Thing Pod, no it's in that one. It always feels so weird to say that after going off on Twitter, but we're still there for now. Um, on Instagram at It's a Fandom Thing Pod, um, and you can also go to the Threads thing in our profile. But we're there at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. On TikTok, I have done a few recent TikTok videos. Um, like two of them are centered on Jensen Ackles, so you can go watch those at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. I also did one that was like a, who would you rather marry? And I ended up very depressed because Heath Ledger came up. So I got very sad. <laughs> I was like, thanks, TikTok, for making me sad. But go follow me there. And you can send me some more of those dark, you know, within reason. I'm like, I don't want, you know, my whole thing to be filled with porn. But, um, and these aren't pornographic, by the way. But I'm just saying, you can you can go and fill my For You page with some fun stuff as well. If you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, please feel free to reach out to us via our website. It's a fandomthingpod.com. Click the contact us button there and that'll shoot me an email and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And while you're there, consider becoming a Patreon supporter today for as little as three bucks a month. And at that level, you can do a seven day free trial. We have lots of great, great, awesome, amazing bonus content. And you also get ad free content. So if you're hearing ads, you won't hear them over there. And the best way you can help us, of course, is to share, 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 share. So tell everybody about it if you're liking it. And also rate us five stars on iTunes and Spotify. People forget you can rate on Spotify as well. And on our next episode, we are kicking off Horror Month with a look at horror novels. So Aaron A. and Paula will be joining me again for that one. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate.